everyone, and welcome to the final episode of this year, if you're listening to it when it comes out. But also, we are approaching the end of our Avatar series. This isn't the final episode of our Avatar series, but we are getting to the doorstep. Yes, this is part two of part three of <laughs> Avatar. I can't remember what part we are on overall, but you got me, Zinger. And I'm Ellie. And you got me, Berg. So we will be covering in this episode from, and I am going off of Netflix standards. So some of these are like two-parters that epi- that right. Netflix, of course, turned into one episode. So we are going from Nightmares and Daydreams up until the Ember Island Players. Of course, Sozin's Comet, all Four parts of that will be covered in our final episode of The Avatar, which will be out sometime later. But, on that note, Eric, I'd like to apologize to you real quick. Because... To me? Yes, because I feel like you are the canary in the coal mine, as I've said throughout this entire series. And I feel like there was a little bit of, wait a second... What's going on here? Because you had the invasion and the um, the eclipse episodes, and you're like, but there's so many more episodes left. I why why does it keep going? <laughs> so so I, I know you probably had some confusion, but we will get to that soon. So let's start with. Of course, we left off before. If, if you're following with us, we left off with the um, the puppet master. I'm staring down LA for that, but yeah. of course we are now in nightmares and daydreams. So we find our avatar gang preparing for the upcoming invasion on the day of Black Sun. Um, Aang kind of goes through like nervously thinking about having to fight the um, Fire Lord and keeps on having nightmares where he shows up without his pants on or several <laughs> other things, and then slowly the goes- Fire Lord has no pants. Yeah, well. That's at the end. That's at the end. Um, so we go through all that. You also, meanwhile, have the yin to the yang of Zuko spending time with Mai and 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 just what the crap? Random. Did your computer just have no, a no, 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 no? I, I know exactly what that was. Okay. Um, apparently, I left something on in the background of my computer. Whoops. Going back now to um to, to Daydreams and Nightmares or Nightmares and Daydreams. Um Zuko, of course, is all being butthurt because he feels like he's not being involved in stuff that's going on with um with the inve- with planning and all that stuff. So there's that story, but we get one of my favorite moments in Avatar in this episode. Ellie, do you want to take a guess? No, I'll let you have it. Eric, you you want to guess at one of, what one of my favorite gags is? I, I don't know. When Momo and Appa start talking and have oh. their whole oh, side. Oh, was That was in this episode. Yes, because I've been waiting for it because I can never remember where it is in the series. <laughs> and I thought it was way earlier for some reason. But yeah, Appa and... Um, and Momo start like actually having voice, like have voices start talking, and then do that whole like samurai showdown thing. And oh man, because that's 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 when Aang's like real life and dreams start to meld together. So overall, this is a good I I don't want to say filler episode, but moving pieces into place episode. 
So, I don't know. Your thoughts on this one, Ellie? Um, yes, I do like it. And it's, um, you know, an announcement of please get good sleep because things like this happen if you go for days without sleeping. You, you, you see a sky bison <laughs> and a flying lemur. Having a samurai showdown. Uh, 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 Well, let me, let me, maybe I don't want to sleep for a few days so I can see this. There you go. (laughs) Uh, Eric, thoughts on this, the the penultimate episode, quote unquote. I, uh, I liked it because I feel like it's very relatable. Um, I feel like we've all been there before where we need, we know we need rest and we can't get it. And then. It definitely, just like Ellie said, it can definitely affect your health. Get your rest, people. Get your rest. But I thought it was good. And yes, I did like that. I liked, uh, I liked um, um, Appa having three swords. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I thought that was a nice touch. I don't know why I liked him having three swords. It's such an odd number, and I loved it. Um, but yeah, no, it was good. it was a good episode. It was a good way to ease back into this final or this kind of final stretch of episodes. Yes, yes. And, and I think this was a perfect episode to show how great this show is with mixing, like, really serious topics with with lighthearted kind of moments, too, so it's not too heavy. Oh, there's a heavy episode later, in my oh, opinion. Oh, well, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, I like a lot of times these episodes do have a good <clears throat> mix of that to where, you know, it a kid would get, a kid gets bored if it's all heavy, 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 so... I think these lighthearted moments kind of make it relatable for the kids to be able to enjoy it too, and not just adults. All right. So, everyone ready to move on to the day of Black Sun? Yes. All right. So we get the invasion, the 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 um the planned out all um. Sorry, I, I will split this up. Even though it's one episode on Netflix, I will split this up because it is two very different episodes, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, of course, we, we have everyone um, meeting up at the designated meeting place. We have the Swamp Benders. We have a ton of people coming back, Pipsqueak and the Duke, um, as well as the, the, um, the Earthbenders from, like, season one and everything. So there's a lot of people coming back to help with this invasion and everything. And, Zo- and not Zuko. Um, Sokka feels like he's not doing a good job of helping out because it's like his plan, but he's too nervous to talk in front of people and he has these whole anxieties. You know what? This is really more focused on Sokka during this. Like, Aang's just sort of going off to be like, I'm going to go fight the Fire Lord. Yeah, whatever. Right. So, I I guess if you didn't know that this was going to be the, like, if you thought, oh my gosh, this is the final thing, it's like, it's too focused on, like, Sokka stuff, in my opinion. So it's kind of like there was a, I, actually, you know what? Let's let's like let's, let's experiment real quick. Hey, Eric, did you think this was actually the finale? Uh, so I wait until you get to my part because I have thoughts on that. Because yes, and well, I didn't think it was the finale, but I was surprised when this was the next episode. All right, all right, cool. Um, no, I mean basically, we get um. A lot of stuff going on with the main cast of them invading the Fire Nation. We get a ton of the cool inventions and stuff and all the ways they thought this out and everything. And it is pointed out that a lot of this is sort of Sokka's, like, comes from Sokka's ideas, but he still is feeling like he's not contributing enough the whole time. Well, yeah, and his father is more the one that says the, like, 
pump up speech and let's go do this and everything. Yeah. But we also get a war air bison appa where he's in all the armor and stuff. So, so that's, that's, that's really cool. Um, of course, Aang gets his new glider thing with the, with the snack depository thing, (laughs) depositor and everything. So there's a lot of cool stuff in here, but we also realize the town's empty. Yeah. The, the entire palace is empty. Like it's really, I mean, they're, they're having a hard time invading, but it's not like as hard as they thought it was going to be. If that makes sense. So, that's kind of where we're left at the end of this part of the episode before the eclipse. Ha- and there's, of course, the timer going off of, oh, there's there's going to be the, the eclipse soon. Of course, um, Sokka's dad gets injured and he steps up to lead everybody. And uh, I guess to jump into Zuko stuff, because that becomes more important in part two, Zuko leaves a letter for May as he goes to go find himself or whatever. Um, Eric, thoughts? Yeah, so when when I watched like the first episode and it was the the one about Aang not sleeping, and then it went to this immediately, I was just like, I thought Netflix messed up for a second. I was uh-huh. like, did it like skip ahead? And then I was like, <laughs> no, this is the next one. And then I didn't look at any episode titles, and I thought, is is this? And then I saw it was like because they combined the two into like one. I'm like, is this kind of like the big battle? Because that's kind of what I thought the way they were talking about the eclipse that made it built it up like it was going to be like the big finale kind of thing before you know even before the comet and i thought oh well then the rest will be kind of like the aftermath of the war and then i then once i actually got into it they pulled a uh, a mag to make credo trigger reference they pulled a magus's castle where you thought you were at the end but oh boy you were not at the end mm-hmm. so uh yeah no it was it was great and i was and i was very pleased that that it didn't end that way but i also want to say this episode or these two episodes had some fantastic artwork mm-hmm. they um the the one scene that really sticks out to me it was like right as the eclipse was ending and they're outside and you look up and you can just see the moon moving away from the sun and the sky is this like eerie yellow color and ang comes flying down i just there was something about that scene like i went back and i like paused it and i looked at it for like a minute because it just with the artwork and it was fantastic so this was just not only was it a great exciting episode in in terms of the the grand story but it was a visually beautiful episode like i think the the animators did some top-notch work in this episode ellie yeah i mean i i enjoyed it um i remember watching it you know originally and um kind of same confusion like eric i was like what is going on um, now I was watching it when it was coming out like mm-hmm. weekly. Um, so I, I wasn't sure what was happening and, and was it really this third season going to be so short? Um, so yeah, I was pleasantly surprised when I first watched it to know that that wasn't the end. So, and I felt like they built up the comet thing so much that it's, it's a Chekhov's gun. Yeah. I was like, uh, eh. so Yeah. Um, so noting, according to, um, Wikipedia, these two episodes did release the same day Yeah. on uh, November 30th. Weirdly though, the Netherlands and Belgium got them on November 23rd and 26th respectively. Now this was also right before a huge break. Cause they, cause according to this, they go from November 30th jumping to July 14th is when the next episode of 2008. 
So there's like, what, six months, over six months there of a break in the series. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, we, we have a huge jump after the eclipse. But anyways, we get to the eclipse. The eclipse is happening. But as Aang, um, Sokka, and Toph discover, there is a secret bunker, of course, down below <laughs> in, in, in like this volcano that the palace is built on top of or in or the caldera. Uh, it, anyways, so it's, it's built there. You also have the yang of this story where Zuko's going to confront his father. Now, I think he's going to have a little bit easier time of finding his father because, you know, He's part yeah. of the royalty and everything. But you have this whole um, Sokka, Aang, and Toph trying to make their way down to confront him as well. So, uh, overall great episode. You, you get Azula kind of messing with them and everything. And it is pointed out by them that she's just wasting our time. Yeah. And everything. Them. Yeah, she, she's stalling them and goading them and does a really good job of just being the worst person ever. He, I, she is a character you... You hate to love and you love to hate. Um, like, she just is a mean person, and I love that about her. Like, you don't have the Zuko who is uh, who's actually a very torn and deep character. You just have the pure, like, I am I am a bad person, and I love it. Mm-hmm. And, 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 that's, and that's great, because you got her doing all that. Um, I'm trying to remember, because it's in one of these two episodes. I think... Um, why my Iroh escapes? Yes. At some point, like yes. you, you get that. It's it's one of those. I can't remember exactly when it is, but it, it's just it sort of happens, and um, we don't know what happens to him technically. Right. Yet. Not at this point. Yet. Not at this point. We just know that he's not there anymore and is jacked. Yes. So. He tells the one the one woman to to leave. He's like, oh, you don't you don't feel so well. Or you don't look so well. Yeah, you don't want to be I here. I feel fine. No, you should probably not be here this afternoon. And then, and then yeah, he goes to, to talk to him. And the jail's just busted. And, yep. I mean, obviously, we've got more episodes to talk about. But, I mean, up until Sozi's Comet, we don't see him again. Yeah. Um, we also get uh, Ozai, uh, the Fire Lord, revealing some stuff about Zuko's mother to him. Kind of goading him, too, into, into staying around and everything. And... So, I, I've heard that there's a theory, and I want to see where you guys land. What did she do, Ellie? What I'm not you, sure. Okay. Eric, do you have a theory on what Zuko's mom did to be banished? Uh, right. I, I, you know, I don't have a specific theory, but I feel like it has something to do with just, just in general undermining the Fire Nation, um, whether it's trying to do something with you know to to help the other nations was a spy double agent giving inside information to keep the other nations safe i don't know but i definitely feel like it has something to do with undermining uh just in general just the the fire nation and their sort of march of conquest the theory i've heard is that she actually poisoned and killed azula the previous fire lord That, that she had a hand in that. They couldn't prove it. And that's why she was only exiled. But that sets up, of course, um, the Fire Lord we have now. That sets up the kids not having anything happen to them. So that kind of... That's the theory I've heard is that she had something to do with that. That might actually be fact with all the graphic novels and books and stuff that come afterwards. I haven't read them, so mm. I don't know. But that's the theory I've heard is that she had 
something to do with that. And they didn't want to go super dark and straight up point it out in the series because it's dark. But but yeah, so I mean, I, I think that that's a logical thing. Of she, had, she had some hand in a coup to overthrow and did kind of overthrow, but her, you know husband the new fire lord was like i'm just gonna banish her so so yeah but yeah you get you get this great confrontation between um between the joker and um zuka i'm sorry i mean fire lord mark hamill and the and zuko i love the part where um the fire lord completely like doesn't take zuko as having any real talent and when he shoots the lightning at him and Zuko redirects it back at him mm-hmm. and you can just yeah. tell he's like, wait, what? <laughs> uh oh. Yeah, so I, I thought that was a really cool moment. I like that in this episode. Well it's 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 a great whole thing between the two of them and everything and you get like like that that whole thing um with that he goes to try to get Iro out and Iroh's already gone. So that's right. all Zuko stuff. Um, the Avatar and that whole gang kind of realize the invasion's kind of kaput now, and they try to make an escape, and of course, they, the, the, the kids get saved, and everyone else gets captured as the Fire Nation, of course, reveals they have giant blimps now. Thanks, that one Earth Kingdom... Scientist guy. Yes. Yeah. And, and of course, Zuko escapes on a stolen blimp, smaller one, but he also escapes, pursuing the Avatar... Again. So, um, so they go to hide out at the Western Air Temple, which brings us to the next episode. The Western Air Temple. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rightfully named. Yes, rightfully named. So we get this cool Western Air Temple, um, get up where, oh, that's weird. It's saying a lot of these premiered in Canada, though earlier anyways 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 i'm not i'm not, not, not getting into one of these premiere because that's not the point uh we get the western air temple uh where the gang goes to the western air temple of course them and all the kids and they go exploring it's this cool air temple where it's upside. under the cliff side so it, it's upside down yeah, it is very cool looking yeah it's, it's, um, i really like the design yes. absolutely it, it, it is a really cool something you weren't expecting but we also get zuko trying to join the gang and i liked his little um pep talks to himself or him practicing with (laughs) that frog squirrel whatever combination it is thing um but you you get him confronting them and them all like yelling at him and him just begging them to please take him he wants to help them he wants to be a part of it and no one trusting him and even the one person that starts to trust him toff gets of course burned literally (laughs) (laughs) um so and i mean i i I felt bad and everything but but we get the guy back no 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 no, no. we we get the allusion to him earlier because it's pointed out that zuko's like well i mean i did send that that guy to kill you and everything i'm sorry about that and they're like wait you sent him so there's that whole reveal but that whole reveal is there to set up combustion man's back to try to finish the job and um yeah some great moments boomerang of course comes through it comes through real well i i absolutely love that everyone has failed but Sokka got the the winning 
the winning hit there. I thought it was amazing. Yeah, but, it was cool him like, doing the angle and everything like yes. that. And once again, it's proving that you don't have to be a bender to actually be a useful person. Like just because you don't, you can't do any of the elements. Like you, you still have useful skills and are a big help in this this whole thing. Yep. I I like this because it sets up it sets up of course Zuko joining them and everything. He he helps tries to get Combustion Man who never has a speaking line at all. Yeah, doesn't speak whatsoever, but blows himself up. Zuko joins the team. And they're all very kind of hesitant on it, but, uh, of course, Katara, like, is like, I'll kill you. Doesn't <laughs> say that, but basically says <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, she's very still, um, which is great, because uh, that sets up an episode later, so. I, I, I did not forget about the character of Combustion Man, but I forgot that they called him Combustion Man. And I started cracking up immediately when they... When they referred to him again, I was like, oh, that's right. That's yeah. the most ridiculous name ever, and I love it. Well, <laughs> well what, what was Sokka's other name? Sparky Sparky Boom Boom? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, no, I mean, it's it's a great character and a great ability that we, I don't know if we're ever going to cover um, the next Avatar series, but that, 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 that ability does come back in somebody else in that series. So... Um, why am I forgetting the series name? Legend of Korra. There we go. The the not so last Airbender. Anyways, moving on. Um, sorry. I'm I'm checking real quick. So I'm gonna say something. I think this is the best episode in this little batch. Not by much. The um the the Ember Iron Players is like definitely a solid second. But in my opinion, the Firebending Masters is like visually and story-wise, I think a great episode. I know Ellie's probably got a different one, she's going to say. Well, it's only just a small little part, though. Mm. Eric? I I agree with you. I absolutely love this episode for a multitude of reasons. Like, there were just so many cool things uh, in terms of firebending, in terms of uh, Zuko and his relationship with the Avatar gang, and even a little bit of uh, character development for uh, Uncle Iroh. Which, if you think about it, there's a weird sort of, like, incongruity there. But I'll, I'll get to that when I get to that. If I, if I really want to complain about and poke holes in a series from uh, getting close to two decades ago. God dang, we're getting old. <laughs> um, but, anyways, this, this episode is great. Uh, it, of course, starts off with Zuko starting to teach Aang firebending and him not being able to firebend. Yes. But we get a great backstory from Toft of how she learned how to firebend. I mean, earthbend <laughs> um, from the from the blind badger moles and everything. That is a great kind I, of side story yeah. that I think a lot of people just skip over because it's like it, it is a cool not it's a cool little drop in. That in the overall story of this episode, I think is kind of like a oh yeah that that did happen, but I think it's a nice little yeah. No, I love that. I love the kind of seeing the. That's one thing I wish that this show could have went longer for, is I would have loved to seen more of the different nations and some of those more of those stories too. So I loved that part when they showed them. So yeah, that was great. But it's pointed out that they were, um, that, of course, the Fire Nation learned from dragons who are basically extinct. 
And right. the other ones that kind of went with that were the Civilization of the Sun Warriors. Because if you remember way back to season one, it was pointed out by Zhang Zhang that the sun was the original, is like the perfect balance of a firebender and everything. Mm. So that's a way callback if you want to go back with that. But it's one of those things that I, I, I swear there's post-it notes when they were writing this on. Don't forget <laughs> to talk about this. Uh, Zuko points out that um, Iroh killed the last dragon right like that, that it was something that his his great-grandfather had implemented as like killing dragons was like a the sign of a true firebender and everything so of course ang and zuko go to seek out the sun the sun warriors and everything to see if they still exist and as they're going through the um the temples and stuff like that and i love stuff. the little indiana jones moments where they're like don't touch the egg the shiny no, 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 no. You're, you're skipping something. They do the fusion dance first. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Um, so, but they but they don't fuse. So, so no, I mean, we, we get that, and then we get the A, and then we get the reveal that the Sun Warriors aren't so gone as you'd like to think they are. <laughs> and you also get the realization that the dragons aren't as gone as you think they are. And I, I, I like how it comes back. Also... There's a weird thing. So the whole dance and everything like that is connected. As we learned earlier in this season, dancing is all but forbidden in um, in Footloose. I mean, in the Fire Nation. <laughs> so it's, it's weird because it's something that's, once again, it's showing that the Fire Nation has gone away from what may, like, from its origins, if that mm -hmm. makes any sense. That they don't do firebending the same way. That they that it was originally taught that they're going away from that whole origins thing, and it's great because Zuko is able to get his firebending back um, after these dragons do this magnificent display of like multicolored fire and everything. But that was only after they did their dance. They, they, they yes, only after they did the fusion dance. Yes, and everything. <laughs> and um, and of course it's pointed out that um. Iroh did not kill them and everything, just claimed he did. Yes. Which is weird because it's like, when was Iroh, like, was he ever, like, a formidable general? Because he's talked about as he is, but it's like, was he always this guy or was he not? It's it's a very confusing thing. So it's like, what, what point was he this? Because he also, of course, got dethroned as the heir prince because of the whole, his son dying and everything and him not quote-unquote, being capable of ruling and whatnot. And he also, of course, has the nickname the Dragon of the the Dragon of the West. Yes. Yes. So, no, I mean, it's, it's, it's a great thing, but it's kind of one of those things that makes me scratch my head on, like, I'd like to know more, but at the same time, I think a lot of his stuff being kind of vague is, always, is I think, more interesting. Anyways, overall, great episode. Loved it. It was really cool to, to get the whole backstory on like firebending comes from rage and anger. But um, Eric, thoughts mm. on the firebending masters? I was just about to say um, they, but I up until this point we've really seen fire as this power that is destructive, mm -hmm. and I like how these people really emphasize that yes, fire is destructive, but also it brings energy, it brings life. Um, that it's not this bad thing and it really does. And it's true. I mean, that's not just the, in the lore of the show. I mean, that's just truth. I mean, 
fire is kind of one of those things that they're like, oh, that probably is one of those things that kind of spurred uh, civilization and evolution and that kind of stuff like that. And it does. I mean, it cooks our food. Uh, I mean, obviously now it doesn't, but well, unless you're camping, you know, you're roasting some marshmallows or something. Like that. But anyway, I'm getting all I'm, I digress. Anyway, uh, it really does in the context of this show. Uh, it does show that fire is not this constantly destructive thing and that actually it is beneficial. And just like all the other elements, the other three can be uh, used for good, but it can also be destructive as well. So they all have their good things. And I'm glad I put that into context because as the show has progressed, it's showing that fire is not innately evil. It's the people who have been doing these things, not just, oh, you're of the fire nation. You're automatically evil. So. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I I enjoyed them putting that context into the the fire bending uh, as well. Plus, I really liked how this ancient thing was very Aztec based because a lot of the um, the culture we see in the show has been uh, very like Asian and like South Pacific kind of inspired and everything, which is which is cool. I like that in the fantasy setting, but I liked how there was this sort of like Aztec inca maya kind of vibe to it and it really added to that sense of being isolated and lost compared to the rest of the world uh just a nice little nice little thing in there i thought um i would like to point out i know this show probably doesn't work on cell animation or anything or like you have cells from this because i think it was all digital if i remember correctly maybe not um i would love one of the cells of the both the dragons hovering where where they're like staring at them like that would be a cool one to have um, Ellie, thoughts on the firebending masters? Yes, um, I remember one of the scenes, and the dragons were really cool, but I do like the inside of the fire scene where you could see Prince Zuko and Aang, and you can see all the colors swirling up into the um, whirlwind there. Um, yeah, do you like want me I... to ruin that scene for you, real quick? What do you mean? Zuko's uh, scars on the wrong side. Oh, I don't care. So, um... It comes up... That, that comes up later, technically. That comes up in a later episode. Uh, it does. But I do... I do like the, um... Like I mentioned earlier, like the booby traps and the just hmm. nice little kind of nod to Indiana Jones temple type stuff like that. Um, you know, the... Where he hits the little tripwire and almost falls in the the little thing of spikes and so I, yes, overall, I just thought this was just a really fun episode and it was really cool. So. All right. Do you want to take over for the boiling rock episode, Ellie or Eric? Yeah, Eric can do it. All right. Parts one and is another two parter, which I loved. Um, we had a lot of these, this, this during this little batch we did. And it was one of those things where like Netflix just didn't say like part one, slash part two it just said like the boiling rock and all of a sudden i'd be like what's this episode gonna end oh wow we're like only halfway through <laughs> it um, just keeps going so this this was uh this was um Sokka and zuko teaming up to get his father and the other prisoners free from uh and i'm trying to remember did they at this point because it's been i mean I, I say it's been so long it's been like two weeks did they think that they were all okay? They thought they were prisoners. They just didn't know where they were. And then Zuko was like, "I think I know where they're being kept." Yeah, there Isn't was right? also a hint uh, earlier during the Day of Black Sun that Suki was also captured too. That's right. That's because right. because Azula uh, mentions her when she's goading them. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah so they they go to this prison on on the boiling rock which is surrounded by this big boiling lake and uh Sokka and Zuko disguise themselves as um as guards there as soldiers and then they find Suki there and then they find them there and then they go through and try to um get his dad out which his dad wasn't there originally and then he shows up with a bunch of prisoners mm-hmm. And then they uh, they find what's what was the one big guy the one prisoner's name uh, I don't remember his I name can't remember but he his was name. there a, he was there for a lot of stuff yeah like this big buff guy who was a it was a firebender and was put in the freezer which was I like that was a really cool kind of thing like hey we're gonna we're gonna freeze you so cold you can't you can't bend fire except uh, for so we try to get out yeah Zuko <laughs> except for, did. yeah yeah that's true that's true Zuko's a special case though. He's a he, he learned that guy. well he learned it from um season one when they were up in the North Pole he learned how that's to right. how to be able to still be able to use his fire bending even that's in the right uh, a lot so of yeah, callbacks so they... a lot of callbacks people. Chit Chit Sang. That's his name. There we go. Chit Sang. There we go. Uh, so they go to escape, and uh, then uh, their their thing fails. He burns himself in the water. They 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 get discovered, um, and then they uh, the part two is they start a prison riot, which was amazing. I love the prison riot. That was hilarious. <laughs> uh, and then they uh, they finally do it. There's oh yeah. Then there's the big escape where they they capture the warden and. Uh, they hold him hostage to get off of the island on the gondola. And then there was the kind of back and forth of, uh, are they going to survive or are they not going to survive? And then uh, Azula, Azula's friends get captured because she's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm done with everyone. Hmm. That was kind of a big rambling thing, but I was sitting there going, there's, as I'm looking through the two descriptions on Wikipedia, I'm like, oh, wow, there's a lot of stuff that happened in these two episodes that I kept thinking were in other episodes. Yeah. Also, I forgot to mention during the Firebending Master episode, we get that Azula versus um, uh, I was about to say Sokka, um, Zuko fight like on the blimp and everything. That's actually pretty. That's a, that's a pretty good fight. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, sorry, I yes. completely forgot that that that's in that episode too. See, I I kept thinking I, I was already sitting here thinking like I, I was getting ready to say something. I'm like, no, wait, that was the blimp fight, which already happened, and I kept thinking, you know, where was this one? But yeah, because yeah. they were similar, very high high up in the air things. Yeah, um, but you you get a great. Th- this has a great fight, the gondola fight with um. Yeah, it was it was really cool. I um I thought that was really really fun. Um, I loved this are these episodes i should say i i loved that a i love the Sokka and zuko team up i like that they kind of are they have like a what i call like a begrudging bromance mm. um and i i like the i like their relationship now that they're on the same side i think it's i think it's pretty fun um but also i loved it not that i don't love ang and Toph and uh katara but i love that they really weren't in these episodes I love that it focused on this this side story, and to them, they just oh, we're going fishing. We'll be back in a few days, uh, <laughs> and then they kind of surprise at the end, like, "Hey, look who we got!" And then, uh, of course, they they save they save their dad, and of course, Chit's with him. He's like, "Hi, I'm new," <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I I really like that. It was I like episodes of shows like that where it's sort of like they don't necessarily focus on the main character, but we but it, but it still adds to the story and everything like that. So. I, I like this episode for that. Plus, I like I like um, Sokka getting back with Suki and everything like that. Um, it was great. I liked it. I think this is a really good set of episodes. Uh, Ellie, go ahead. Um, so, there's so much to say about these two episodes. 
Um, first off, I think we get some more development with May. Um, mm-hmm. And Tylee, technically. Yes, and Tylee. Yeah. Um, I loved that that she... It's, it's nice because they're... I like the way they do the relationship between those two. That it's not like beat down. Okay, okay. Just to find those two uh, because it could be. Yeah, sorry. A lot of different people. Yes, technically. May and Zuko. Okay, there we um, go. I I like the way they're kind of showing that like she understands. She cared enough to, to come talk to him. She wanted yes. to know what the heck. Why did I get a note? Why did I just get a note? Like I thought, mm-hmm. I thought we were doing pretty good. You know what? She wanted to know because I think she felt like she knew there was more to it. That she didn't, she didn't believe that he just left her. Like she believed that maybe there was something else because she knew the struggle he was going through. Um, and so I liked that. You know, she got enough from him, and she loved him enough, and trusted that he was doing this for a bigger thing more than just their relationship um and and i loved that she did that scene where she saved them basically mm-hmm. um I, I just thought that was amazing and and she's pretty darn powerful herself even though she doesn't really use yeah, she firebending she just you know uses her little daggers and weapons um and and i like that it's showing that even though, um, oops, I forgot her name. Tylee. The princess now. Azula. Yes. Even though Azula. Zuko. Azula. Even though Azula is so powerful and everyone, you know, she's always ruled off of fearing. I, I loved that line where she said, you underestimated that I love Zuko um, more than I, I fear, fear you. you. And that was amazing mm-hmm. to me. Um, and, and, and Ty Lee, you know, they're getting ready to have this like epic fight and you know, darn well that Azula would have beat her. Oh yeah. I mean, it just, you know, but Ty Lee, like at a moment's notice, like was like, okay, I've got to decide. And the heart won again. Like the, you know, it's, it keeps showing that having relationships and, and love and friendship is just the better choice. Um, so I, I absolutely love that whole interaction. Um, that is a great line. I, I thought it was gr- Yeah, I mean, I, I just, I was like, oh my gosh, that's right. Because I, you know, if it's been a while since you've watched a show, I know the overall what happens, but those little moments you forget until you watch them again. I love how that, that's, that's your emotional pull moment. Mine was, oh yeah, when the lemur fights the bison in the... <laughs> hallucination thing that no, but is, that was very cool though like it, i get it, it. no it but it's a different I, emotion yes <laughs> badass i just thought that was so powerful i mm. really did love that um i i loved all the little the little interactions with um mr chit mm, um, yes he was so funny and the whole like you know you know he didn't want to have to break down and admit you know when they they were like torturing him for so many days or whatever it was. And, and he still was like, I'm going to, 
I'm going to snitch, but I'm not going to snitch. Like, I'm going to snitch, but I'm going to do it for my own benefit kind of thing. I liked how he snitched on the guard he didn't like. There's there's nice little setups and callbacks to that, where he's like, that guy. And then he goes in and tries to extort stuff from them, being like, hey, I didn't rat you out. You owe me now. Right. I know. Prison rules. (laughs) And, And then, you know, even the little stuff like... You know, their father tries to start a riot, and he's like, I'm going to show you how to do it. And then the guy was like, that was mean. Like, yeah. why did you do that? <laughs> I mean, it just, it mm-hmm. was, these two episodes were just great. There was so many wonderful moments, and I could spend an hour just talking about, like, everything that's involved in this. Um, the fight was really fun on the top of the um, gondolas. Mm-hmm. Um, y- you know, just, just showing... It was showing again how much Prince Zuko has, like, really understanding the life balance type thing. You know, with the talking to the Sun Warriors, I think it's just showing how much more stronger it's helping him. That he's not coming from anger and rage anymore. Um, And it showed in his fight with her. So, yeah, I loved it. I can't say enough about these two episodes. All right. I, I got nothing to add. I, I think I've added a few things here and there throughout. Um, I I thought these episodes were great. It was a nice little prison break. Nice, nice little fun prison-based right. like episode. I, I like them being undercover in everything. And, and those had some good moments and whatnot. Um, them, like the callbacks and references to other stuff were great. Yeah. But speaking of callbacks, speaking of references... I think this is one of the... Okay. Is this or is this not one of the greatest episodes? Oh, no, wait. Sorry. I, I almost skipped. There's one more episode. I, I know. I oh, almost skipped. I whoa. almost skipped. Almost skipped. Excuse you. Almost skipped. There's a the lot of great stuff in the Southern Raiders. There, there is. There is. Sorry. I almost skipped it. I'm, I'm too excited so to talk I'm gonna about it. Ta- I'm going to take this one. No, I'm going to talk about it. So they go to see a play from the Ember Island play. <laughs> we're not at that episode yet. What the nothing important happens in the Southern Raiders. Excuse you. So let me just start out by saying I'm going to piggyback off of Eric. And now we have, um, we have her side quest now, Katara. Wait, no, wait. I was wrong. This is the episode where they have the fight on the blimps. Yeah, I was wondering what you guys were doing there, but I figured you'd figure it out. Um, great fight. Sorry. Yes. So Great, let, great fight, Azula Let's just start by saying um, one of my favorite things to do in RPGs, especially like Mass Effect and all that, is these companion quests. And that's exactly what these episodes are. These are companion quests. Well, it gets called out, too, in the episode. They're like, I want to go on a quest with you. Yes, I love that. Like, when I'm playing a really good RPG, and it's like, you play the main storyline, but I love doing these companion quests where you are trying to build your, um, you know, your your link and your, your, whatever you want to call it. You're trying to build up your friendship levels with different characters in your party. Because that makes all the difference. It does in in the end battle. Yes. (laughs) So I love that these are kind of set up like that. So it's really fun. Um, 
I was happy to finally see, because no offense, it's like the Katara Zuko thing. After a while, it just gets kind of old. And you're like, okay, she's still mad at him. Okay, he's still trying to figure out what he did. You know, so I liked that they finally addressed it, you know, and, and went there. Um, so he basically goes <laughs> and talks to Sokka, even though Sokka is in his tent trying to be very romantic looking because he thinks Suki's coming in <laughs> <laughs> with his hair down and the candles. And that was just really funny to me. Um, and he's like, no, seriously, like, I need to talk to you. So he asks him about what happened with their mother because he keeps saying that she keeps mentioning this when she's mad at him. Yeah. No, no, I'm putting up a finger because it's the first time we hear that story. Yes. There's something I noticed. So this is oh. interpretation of what happened to Sokka and Katara's mother. This is interpretation number one. Oh, Continue. Okay. okay. So, um... Basically, it's, you know, he kind of gathers that this is something she's got to deal with for them to get past their their Why? problems. Yes. Um, and so he recommends, he basically tells her, I think I, will be, I would be able to find, go ahead. Well, no, he, I'm sorry to interrupt. He finds out, like, Zuko's like, oh, that's, that's the Southern Raiders. That's 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 the Southern Raider group. Like obviously that's them and everything. So so they've narrowed it down to he he knows where to take Katara to help. Yeah, because he asked them if they remembered what flags were on the top of the main ship. So because that's, that's the this is the only time that's been relevant and all of that. I'm sorry, <laughs> yes. not gonna poke holes. Right. So um, but basically, long story short, they go on a journey to find um, this ship. So that she can try to get closure. You know, Aang is, is worried that she's going to choose revenge over forgiveness. Um, yes, go ahead. Uh, I was about to say, she tells Zuko the story at one point, too, while they're gone. That's interpretation number two of what happened that day. Mm-hmm. Continue. Um, but it's basically they go and they find this ship and he's not there. But... Because he retired. But we do see that she is so fueled with anger and rage that she uses her blood bending. And the best part, yay! The best part is the face on Suko when he's like, wait, what did she just do? Yeah. (laughs) So that, that to me was like, I like their little ninja outfits, by the way. Yeah, yes. That was so awesome to me that, like, even someone like Zuko that has been, has done a lot of crazy crap, he was like, whoa, dude, that's, that's pretty crazy. Um, so they realize he's not the right person, retired, and then you jump to this guy that isn't, what a wonderful retirement, and his mother just seems like a real peach. A real tomato carrot. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, we don't. We have more than just animal combinations. There's how would those grow? <laughs> I, <laughs> Apparently, they are too hard for her poor teeth. 
Yeah, I mean, just do you pull them out of the ground like a carrot? Are they on a vine thing? Like Who a knows? like a tomato? The correct <laughs> answer is yes. Thank you, Eric. <laughs> um. Then he's. They find him. He's a old man that's trying to make his cranky mother happy. Um. And they basically confront him on the winding road back to his house. And you get interpretation number three of what happened that day. But it's still the same thing. Though. It, it, uh, it it's is. Not, but it, you're making it sound like it's like a completely different version. They, they are the same, but you get more out of each telling. But an interpretation alludes to its different ways it happened, and that's not... You're wording this wrong. Whatever. Sorry, just wanted to call it out before people say, what's wrong with him? A lot. You're getting... Different parts of the story, not different interpretations of the story. Thank you. So, she confronts him. She's full of rage. You think she's going to kill him. It was very impressive, though, with that whole, like, water dome, and she... Zuko was impressed. Yes. Uh, part two. <laughs> I think he's really realizing, like, he... He's, She's quite powerful. He, he's also trying to kind of be Iroh, too, <laughs> during during this and the Sokka episode. He's try, He's like, I don't have Iroh. I'll be Iroh. Yes. And does a okay but job at it. Not bad. Yeah. Um, but we, we see that she kind of, she needed this. She goes through this. You know, you think and kills she, him. She, you think she's gonna kill him. She has all the ice daggers pointed at him that could have killed him, and then they just melt and fall to water. Um, I, I thought that was really great that, you know, she didn't succumb to that. Not that I thought she would, because of just the way the story is. Um, but I liked that it still bothered her. Like when they there's got no back, resolution technically in yeah, this episode. Well, I mean, but she. She is coming to terms, and she she did forgive Zuko. So I mean, there there was kind of resolution in their story as far as that part of it. There's also a great moment between Aang and Zuko at the end of the episode. Yes, go ahead. Where where he where he turns to Zuko, where Zuko turns to Aang, he goes, "What are you going to do when you face my father?" Yes, and nothing. Then credits. Yes. <laughs> oh, a actually, no. Curb Your Enthusiasm music starts playing, then credits. There we go. Because it's definitely a... Yeah. Oh, gosh. But, yeah, overall, though, I, I love this episode. Um, and, you know, I'm selfish. I'd like to see a little bit more blood or bending, so... Nah. Eric? Thoughts I, on... I thought, I thought this was great. I, I mean, it had been so long since we um, had finished the last set that I forgot it ended with... The bloodbending felt like it was so long ago, but I forgot it was only really just a few episodes previous. Mm -hmm. um, so it was still a pretty fresh thing, although I guess there was an even greater amount of time between when that aired and when this aired, when, when it originally aired. But I did like her use of that. I did like seeing how pathetic the guy was who killed her. And I, I think that was great. I'm glad it wasn't just some, I'm still this evil guy. It was just, he was, he was a soldier doing his job, even if it was the wrong move for sure and i loved katara really not um you know realizing that killing this guy is not the answer it's not going to bring her mother back um he already has a his punishment is this is his crappy life that he's living with his with his <laughs> monster of a mother oh, who yes. by the way i meant 
I meant to check this out. Is that was that Tress McNeil doing the voice of the mother? Give me one second. It, I can find out. Because I'm pretty sure it was, and then I meant to check. I forgot, and then it just hit me as uh, as because it sounded a lot like Agnes Skinner, <laughs> and also is characterized very much like her. Oh, um, do, 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 do. I don't see her listed. Interesting. Bonnie well, McNeil. That name sounds familiar. But anyway, yes, I thought it was Tress McNeil. But anyway, I, I thought it was really good. I thought it was nice. I like oh, she's seeing, been on Seinfeld. Seeing... Mm. Interesting. Um okay. I like seeing I like seeing Zuko and, and uh Katara get their moment, just kinda like Ellie said, they kinda we get that animosity out of the way. It's done. We're good. Um so yeah, I thought this was, this was a great episode. And uh I like the callback uh and reappearance of bloodbending. Uh you might get more out of more with Zuko and Katara in our next episode, the Ember Island Players. <laughs> oh my God. So this is I mean, hey. a, 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 after this we have like the finale of the series. This is a great setup on like a nice, I guess, deflating everything. But before you get to the huge like climax. I love this episode, and the only reason I love this episode is because this is a super earned episode. Like, this is funny because it's just them pointing out just everything everyone's complained about or everything they feel everyone's complained about for all this time. It is a great episode. Basically, the premise of the episode is there is a play based on the events of Avatar. Like, done by this group of actors called the Ember Island players, and they decide to go to the play and see it. And it is both accurate and inaccurate and phenomenal. And there is a lot of stuff in there. And there is a mention of, I think the final mention of your cabbage man, yes. who has not made an appearance, but there is a mention of like, you know, the, the, per, the person who wrote this gathered this information from all these Notable sources, including like a disgruntled cabbage salesman, <laughs> and I'm like, aha. Uh, so and they're and they're here because they're only the only reason they're here is because they're here to train and practice firebending, um, because they figure that no one would look for them there. Oh yeah, because they're they're at um, Zuko's family's yeah, like, it was just vacation home. Setting this, the, like they didn't just go to this place to track down this this play they just happened to come across it because they were already there training yes um i love this episode i oh, love yeah. all the jokes i love all the the just dumb over the topness of how all of it is written it is hilarious and i love every minute of it i think this is a great and well-earned episode so um especially the depiction of tough because yes. i have a theory on that I think no one wanted to admit they got beaten by a little girl. So they all kept claiming it was some big yo bro that was actually taking them out. And not a little girl. And they got her powers completely wrong. I guess because she's so loud they just assumed that's why she... Yeah, the sonar coming from her mouth <laughs> to be able to hear. She, and, and the funny thing was the way like the camera went back on her face after they did the, the thing. And she... You know, you're expecting her to go, well, that's not how it works. And Everybody she's like, else she's hated like, it. yes! <laughs> Everybody else hated their depictions except for her. She's like, spot on. 
Yes. I loved it. I loved it. I, and as soon as they showed her, her depiction is like basically the big buff guy. I said, she's going to love it. She's going to be the person who loves that depiction of her. Then when she did, I was like, yep. Yeah. Cause, um, <laughs> because you get, um, Aang is upset because he got Peter panned. Yes. Uh, basically he's being played by a girl and everything. And he was upset about that and about like how it was portrayed. Um, Katara was upset because <laughs> she kept on having these speech moments, which I'm like... And crying. And, and crying. Yes. And then Sokka was upset because he said the jokes weren't good enough. But he takes care of that. He, he does. And then Zuko was upset because the the scar was on the wrong side. And he's like, I wasn't like that. Even though it does have a few moments between him and Iroh, which Iroh... I, I did like the portrayal of Iroh, too, where he was, like, food-obsessed and yeah. and making puns like that. I also loved how they made Zuko's hair just keep on getting more and more out of control, bigger. <laughs> and that was the reason that they split up. Yes. <laughs> he said, your hair is out of control. <laughs> so I, I, I loved all of it because it was, like, like, a nice recap for everybody before, like, the finale of what led everything to this point. And um, I, I like that. There also is, of course, the... Because the, we, we didn't talk about this. We skipped this, or I skipped this earlier, where Aang and Katara kissed. Dead silence afterwards. Perfect. Um, <laughs> Nobody really cared. <laughs> I, do you? Does anybody? I don't know. Apparently they did in the show because they talked about it and it became a huge thing. And she's like, it's complicated. We have to save the world. And he's like, is it? So... I don't know. It it was one of those things where I'm like, no offense, I'm not invested in that. Like, I mean, it's a duh thing. We all know that they're going to end up together. So, uh. Yeah, it's like that, for this show, like that part of it, I just want to see like, you know, the the last like two minutes of the last episode where they go off in the distance and you see them together. Like, that's all I need to see. Like, spoilers. You know, I don't. (laughs) Possibly. I don't need to see, I, yeah, the whole, like, does, does she like Zuko now? And this is, like, that's just silly to me. I don't know. Nobody needs it. It's a kid's show. Like, like I said, I understand ships and shows, but I'm like, th- this one, I'm like, it's kind of obvious. Yeah. No. Oh, crap. I forgot. This, this also has the, um, wait, did Jet die? We're kind of unclear right. on that. Ah, yes. <laughs> I, I, I audibly LOL'd at that. <laughs> Sorry, it, it, I, uh, I forgot. It does have that moment where it, where it says that, and they and their reference to confirming or denying it is yeah. We're kind of unclear on that. Yeah, so, that was great. So yeah, because like, like I said, I mean, it's a kids show with heavier topics, which the Southern Raiders probably is the heaviest episode of the series. I'd say no, it's... No, I think the original bloodbending one would be. I think this one's heavier. Mm-mm. I disagree. Eric, you want to break a tie real quick? You you think this episode is heavier than the Southern Raiders? No, I said that Southern Raiders is the heavier. He thinks the, the Southern heavier... Revi- Raiders is heavier is, you than, speak, the okay, uh... than the... Than the bloodbending. No. I don't... I don't agree. I don't know, honestly. I don't. I think the heaviest one was the one where they finally meet up with uh, Katara when Katara and Sokka meet up with their dad for the first time. That I thought was the heaviest episode of the series. So I don't even agree with both of you. Mm. <laughs> we got a three way. We got a three way fight here. Mm, interesting. But I think Justin is talking about heavy as in dark, not heavy right. as in emotional. 
Yeah, I think it can kind of all play in, it, it, heavy for different reasons. No, I no. Think, I think those are both heavy for different reasons. I think your your two episodes are heavy for different reasons. Then you're just like my episode is also. Then you are correct. If you're talking about the darkest episode of the course of the day of Black Sun, would be the number one. Oh no! Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, you, you got anything else on the Ember Island players, Ellie? No, I mean it's it's great, and it's 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 a perfect mix of making fun of themselves, but doing a recap. I thought it was very very smart on how they do this recap. Uh, they also got the the future part of it yeah it's it's the thing is a lot of shows when they do recaps whether it's live action or animation it's just a bunch of darn flashbacks and you're they're just showing scenes that you've literally already seen so it's come to this an avatar clip show no but it's not though i mean that's what i'm saying i I love the way they did this because it was different. Um, it, it's kind of recapping, but it's not the same as us just watching clips we've already, the same exact clips we've already seen just putting it together. So I thought it was great the way they did this. That That's exactly my thoughts. This is the most brilliant way I've ever seen a recap episode done for any show. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because after this, we go into the finale. Yes. Um, the four and it could. <laughs> yeah, it could have been, it could have very easily been like like Ellie just said. It could have been a clip show, but even then, that wouldn't have worked. I don't feel like like I couldn't just see them sitting around the campfire being like, "Oh, remember that time?" Blah 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 blah. <laughs> or they could have even done like a a Nickelodeon special Avatar, the the series so far, or something like that, where they just kind of like show highlights and stuff like that. Like they could have done something like that just to refresh people because it had been a while since the first episode aired and everything. But at the same time, they did it in such a great way where it's like not only retelling in a funny way, the events of the thing, but you're right. Kind of answering questions and complaints that the fans had. I thought that was a little bit of uh, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, almost fourth wall breaking kind of stuff. Like I, I think it was fantastic for doing that. And it's by far of anything I've ever seen is my favorite recap episode of any show ever. I think. So if they, if they do a live action episode, I mean live action Avatar. Hear me out. I would like the voice cast to be like the original voice cast of the show to play the versions of themselves in the Ember Island players. Oh, okay. like it, like if, if pretty that, awesome. Yeah, it, it would it would be a super deep cut nod to like. If, if, if they did a live action, they followed the same thing, that those are the actual actors in the show playing. Yeah, I'd, I'd like that, but that's, gotcha. that's, that's such a far and away thing. I don't even know if the live action one's still happening. Yeah, I haven't looked at it recently. I, I keep seeing stuff, but it keeps on like, it, it's one of those that's just going to appear one day. <laughs> it's just going to be there. We're all going to be like, where did this come from? Um, No, I mean, I, I like this recap, and I... As I made the joke earlier, so it's come to this uh, Avatar clip show. Um, I know, and Eric will probably back me up on this. I know from Simpsons commentary and Simpsons stuff that they hated doing the clip show. So they always made it to where it had a ton of like new footage in there of them doing setups for everything for the most part. And it's something like, I know that wasn't requested of this for them to have a clip show, but... It's it, it's it's nice the way they did. It. I I agree that this this is the best way they could have done it. Instead of them like sitting around a campfire or like reminiscing, this was a great way 
to show it and poke fun at itself the whole time. So, yeah. So, with that being said, we are on the doorstep of the series finale. Eric, I'm going to put you in the hot seat. Thoughts on the series so far? Like, like we've, 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 we're, we'll have our next episode, which is, of course, the finale and our thoughts on the series as a whole. But where are you at right now? I mean... I love it. I, my only regret is having waited so long to uh, to watch it. Um, I actually am really eager to watch the finale, and I'm going to do it before, like well before we record it, because I know we we'll, we'll space that out. In fact, fun fact for for you listeners out there: this is the third attempt, the third third times a charm. The, the first two attempts to record this episode got delayed, mm. and uh, I was actually going to, as soon as we recorded last week, I was going to watch the finale because I was like, I don't want to watch it before we record because I don't want anything that happens in that to, to cloud what I say leading up to everything. So now that we are here, I'm, I'm too eager. I'm going to, I'll watch it again before we record, but I'm like, as soon as I get a chance, I plan on watching the finale because I love this. And I mean, there's been so much buildup and so much great character development and so much plot development. I'm just like, I need to see how this all comes together. And I got to see what happens with Iroh. Cause I know he's going to do something awesome. Yeah, he he's been in my head. We might see what happens to him soon. Um, I want to see this one man, as he was described <laughs> by that one guard. I want to yeah. see this one man army. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I am very excited to see that, and I am excited to just see how everything just comes together, how it wraps up. Um, I, I I'm very eager for this. So honestly, this afternoon, I I will probably. <laughs> I will probably, yes. I gotta, I gotta get the groceries. I gotta go do a few errands. And after that, I'm probably gonna come home and I'm gonna watch that. All right. Ellie, do you got any final thoughts? I mean, I, I, I have, I have one, but I was gonna say, go ahead. And if you have any, but before we get to this, cause I mean, we'll probably get to Susan's comment in the finale of this sooner than we got to this episode. Yes. Sorry, everyone listening, but yes. yeah, we, well, once again, Zig, Zignus sometimes has many plates spinning, spinning in the air. So, um, absolutely. Um, I, I mean, I think it's obvious. I, I love this series. Um, there's some episodes I've watched so many times. I, I do. Blood pending. <laughs> I do love how it ends. Um, so I'm very excited to talk about it. And, um, I just, it's just one of those shows where the, it just, has a great mix of characters. The characters are amazing. The places they go to, I just always wish there was more. Um, I, yeah, I, they're kind of. Uh, well, you know, I mean, we'll, we'll we'll get to that in the next episode. Yeah. So there are a lot of graphic novels that continue the story. And um, you know, series. I would like to. I think maybe one day go ahead and read those. <laughs> um, so, but no, I. It's just overall, it's just an amazing series. It's one of my favorites, and, and I love it. So, yeah. This is officially the first time I've watched the entire series. Oh, really? In order. Oh, I've okay. seen every episode, but I've never watched it, like, from episode one to here. I've always watched it in chunks, or I've just seen them sporadically. I've never watched them in order the entire way through. Like, like I said, I've seen it all multiple times but i've never sat down and been like episode one to episode what does it end on 62 to episode 61 all the way through <laughs> I've, I've never done that like, like i said it's something to where i'm enjoying it going this way and everything i i can't remember there there is i think it's season three i mean sorry 
end of season two, middle of season, like this season, was where a lot of them I saw like sporadically, if that makes any sense. Okay. Um, But yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying going back through. I'm really enjoying Eric's journey on this because it's been fun to have somebody who is literally never seen this and and yeah, has true yeah and, and and gets to enjoy this this world and this lore and everything so i'm excited to to to, to see what happens when uh dark dark luke skywalker finally does whatever he's gonna do i mean the fire lord sorry i'm gonna get a list of mark hamill roles and just to interchange those instead of saying um, <laughs> instead of saying the Fire Lord for the next episode. So I guess get ready for that. But yeah, we'll probably be coming back to that soon. Anyways, as this this also concludes our recording year for, well, you guys listening. There's going to be episodes recorded afterwards, but this is the final episode of 2022. So when we come back, it'll probably be some recap or some us looking forward to whatever's in 2023 or something like that. But don't worry, we will return to Avatar very soon because... There, there is a few other series I'd like for us to to delve into. Not, not as deep. As, we've done very a very deep dive into Avatar, I think, which has been fun. But there's other stuff I want us to get into. So, so we will definitely be back very soon to conclude. So, Eric, don't worry. You will not have to wait too long. Yeah. Hey. To to discuss it. I mean, technically, from the time we're recording to when, from the time this airs to when we'll probably be doing the next recording, you won't have to wait too long. But. Just, <laughs> Yeah. Either, way, either way, by the time you're listening to this episode, I will have probably watched the finale. Oh, fact, oh definitely, definitely. Even in real time, we, you, you, we're recording this on a, a – this is – what time is it right now? It is 10.18 a.m. Uh, on Sunday, the – I mean, the 18th. I yeah. will probably, within the next, like, six hours, have watched the finale, I'm guessing. So uh, I'm very excited. Like, I, I was eager to record this episode. Eight to talk would be – I'm like, okay – now that that's done, I need to get that episode watched. I got to see how this ends. And in a behind-the-scenes thing, you are not eager to record the next episode we're doing. But that's something that you would have already listened to. <laughs> it's, like, it's like it's weird. You're like really seeing the future, kind of like the end of the, of the Amber Island players. <laughs> All right. On that note, Eric, where can people find more from you? You can find me at Eric Berg and at Backlog Berg. Ellie. What are, you watching? You, what are you watching this like, week? Whatever I'm, I, you say. <laughs> what are you watching? Well, I, I guess... What are you going to be watching the week of this record, as Eric has pointed out, when it's being recorded? What am I watching? What are you watching? I mean, I oh. know you're watching Wednesday, but... Yes, I need to finish Wednesday. I only have three episodes left. On that note, Eric, have you finished Sandman? No, I have not. Shame! I have not finished it. I haven't started Andor. I'm behind on all sorts of shit. I need to finish Andor at the time of this recording. (laughs) I just need to finish it. Like I I got to. And I have seen Deadly Night or whatever that movie's called. Worth it. Yes. You know what? Stupid. I was gonna say stupid question. It was so fun, and just the way he killed some of the people was hilarious. It was great. We'll be back next year. With another nerdy episode, you can of course find us in this wherever you find great podcasts. Check us out on Twitter, Instagram, on Facebook, and yeah, we'll be back next week with another nerdy New Year topic. Bye. Bye.
the show.